traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Last year, I had an opportunity to fly on a private jet. Private jet, my nigga. Like, what? Like, that's... That was never it, you know, but it was a mastermind with women in business. Mm -hmm. And we went to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Recession Proof. Um, And I spent four amazing days in Mexico with millionaire women, like boss bitches, like, Mm -hmm. and. It's something about being in the right circle. Are you looking to buy or sell your home? but not quite sure if now is the right time? Well, contact Morgan & Co. and allow them to help you make that decision. Morgan & Co. is a leading, top producing company in Central Virginia. Contact Morgan & Co. today at 804-874-6806 or anytime, day or night, at www.morganandcorealty.com. Now back to the episode. Welcome to Success Leads Clues Podcast, where I find regular people doing extraordinary and phenomenal things in corporate America and entrepreneurship. I have with me today, Arishika Banks. She is um, known as a serial entrepreneur, but you have a special niche in credit restoration and you are helping people to achieve their dreams. So tell us a little bit about your business or businesses. Sure. Credit restoration is just kind of one key component. I really would prefer to call myself a business strategist. Mm -hmm. So in that aspect, we are covering all things business. Um, Credit is, of course, a huge foundation because without that, you can't really do anything. Can I cuss? You can say whatever you want to say. (laughs) Be be free to be you. Okay, Mm because I cuss. You know, without credit, you can't do shit. Okay. Period. Point blank. Yeah. So that is the foundation. Um, But my key goal is to be able to have and help people who look like us Mm -hmm. able to have generational wealth. Um, The secrets that have been kept away from us for generation after generation, being able to have people who look like us gain access to that and to be able to give themselves, their children, their family, their children's children, something generations to come that we didn't simply didn't have access to. We didn't have the resources. We didn't have the education for it. Mm. And now, like, that shit is everywhere. So yeah. it's like, you know, you can have all that information and you can keep it to yourself and, and get to the top. Or you can have that information and reach back and, and get someone and get someone else and get someone else. So credit is it's it's a major component, but mm. just all aspects, as, excuse me, aspects of business. All right. Um, I like the fact that you are unlocking some of those secrets that have been hidden from us in our community. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the purpose of a platform like this is, you know, when I was growing up, when we were growing up, we didn't have that kind of access, you know, that kind of information. And now there's a place, you know, with social media and all these different platforms that somebody can go get that information. So I appreciate you sharing that uh, w- with everybody. So give me an idea of what a business strategist is. What's the role? We're counselors, mm-hmm. um, we're parents, we're sisters, we're therapists. Um, we are taking people who have maybe no 
common knowledge or concept about paying your bills on time. Yeah. Um, you know, getting credit cards, being able to leverage credit. So each person that we interact with is on a case by case basis. You know what you may need, the next person may not need. Um, so, you know, we're doing a full diagnostic, so to speak, about all aspects of their life. You know, where do they come from? What are their short-term goals? What are their long-term goals? What are they looking to accomplish? How much time do they have? Mm -hmm. um, you know, to kind of be able to see what services that we're able to offer them and how we were able to assist them. Okay. And so you're looking to strategize with a business that's just starting out or somebody that is kind all of stuck of and have plateaued? All, all businesses that are just starting out, people who are in that corporate America trap and are kind of like, you know, I know there's something better out there for me, but I'm just I'm scared to make that jump, as people say. Mm -hmm. um, I was in corporate America for 20 years and walked away from my well-paying job um, this summer and haven't looked back. And, wow. you know, it long, hard nights talking with my husband, you know, mm -hmm. ar arguments, you know, out of love, of course, yeah. you know, about, you know, baby, I know your potential. You're better than this. You're better than this. You know, it was points in time where he would, you know, go to the stash and be like, here, just quit. I'm, I'm tired of hearing you come home. You know, Unhappy. it affects everything. Mm -hmm. It not only affects you, it affects our family. It affects, you, you know, your whole demeanor. So what do we need to do to get you over to that? And, you know, for a while, mm -hmm. I was like, well, sh the security of having a job, you know, well, babe, yeah. what about insurance? You know, what about if this happens? What about if that happens? But, you know, he... If I would credit anybody, you know, to kind of where I am in my success, it would be my husband because he's always believed in me. He's always yeah. pushed, he, you know, sometimes a little too hard, but, you know, it, it is what it is. It's but, good to have somebody like that in your corner and somebody to support you. And I know you are a person with high aspirations. You believe in yourself, but there's nothing like an outside force really pushing you and helping you to know that you can reach that full potential. Right. I mean, even, you know, doing this. I never expected for things to take off for me like they did. You know, a year ago, I was just, you know, a regular person working a job and trying to figure out how I would be able to to best help people. You know, yeah. what God had in store for me. And I had no idea. And I was just like, OK, God, just whatever, however you can use me to be able to do your will and help people, then I'm just I'm just taking a back seat and I'm just going to let you do it. And. Yeah. When it happens and when you're up in alignment and your energy is where it needs to be, oh, baby, them doors, they just open. Would you say it's almost a um, false sense of security? You talk about being in corporate America and you didn't really want to go leave that and pursue your dreams. You're a little bit unhappy mm -hmm. because of the security. False. It's a false sense because, you know, in my tenure in corporate America, I've, I've been fired mm -hmm. plenty of times, yeah. you know. When I thought that I was, you know, reaching that point in my career where I could make the move and, you know, get over that hump and have a good salary, they let me go. Yeah. You know, and so that within itself is like just emotionally draining because, you know, you're you're doing everything for this company. You're, you know, you're giving them 12, 14 hours a day coming mm -hmm. in on your days off, you know, helping train people. And it's like, oh, OK, well, here, just this little check, you know, will give you just to cover your bills, just to cover your rent, just enough, just enough. Just enough. But it's it's a trap, you know, mm -hmm. and I would encourage anybody. I tell friends, family, associates, if it's something that you can do, 
sell that stuff. You know, if you can do hair, Mm -hmm. do that. If you can Mm -hmm. cook, do that. And it doesn't matter that there are thousands of other people that do the same thing. It's your connection with anybody. You know, I can have a conversation with you and Sally can have a conversation with you. And what Sally said would resonate with you more than what I said. So as Mm -hmm. long as you're able to reach out and specifically touch, you know, those few, too few individuals, your job is good. Like you're, you're going to sell, you're going to do what you need to do. So the world again is everyone's oyster. You don't have to be stuck behind a desk or feel like you, you're stuck in a situation where you can't get out of. And the good thing about it is if it don't work, try something else. Mm. Without fear. Without fear. I mean, like there's so much money out here. If, if you selling hair doesn't work. Okay. Mm. Go back to the drawing board. What else can you do? Yeah. Like you're not limited. This isn't a one pony show. Yeah. There's so, so do you think you have to kind of search around? So a lot of people are, you know, they say, well, find your passion, follow your passion, follow your niche, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And how do you ever get to that if you aren't willing to, you know, try some different things like you're talking about? I think kind of reflecting within yourself is huge. You know, mm-hmm. you can say, oh, I want to help people or my passion is to educate people about skincare. But if you don't actually do the work yourself, you're going to find yourself spinning in circles. And that's mm-hmm. where I was for a long time. You know, I knew that I want to help people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, my credit was not the best, you know, kind of a backstory. I had a, a 400. I had mm-hmm. went through a divorce, yeah. a bankruptcy. My house was foreclosed on. Like I couldn't, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't get a loan to save my life. Um, but just digging myself out of that hole and yeah. then saying, okay, I think that I can help somebody, but not actually taking the time to figure out who I could help and how I can help them caused me to spin in circles. It wasn't until I niched it down, so to speak, actually did the work, you know, figuring out who your avatar is, how you're able to um, connect with someone. That is where I saw my plateau, so to speak. I broke through that. So when you're saying um, an avatar, what's, what's, an, what's the avatar? An avatar is essentially like your ideal customer, the okay. person who you are, quote unquote, selling to or helping or assisting that that one dimensional person or um, specific target market. So like for me, my avatar would be like single mothers Mm -hmm. or even people in a relationship, you know, who are kind of in corporate America, but kind of want to make the jump. Mm -hmm. Uh, People, anybody who is willing and wanting to change their life for the better, you know, like, okay, we've tried all this. uh, Just I'm not sure, you know, how to be able to do this. How can I get to that next level? Yeah. People who are actually wanting to take the time um, to put in the work to help themselves because it's not it's not easy and it's definitely not going to help th- do it themselves. Yeah. So you went through a period, you're saying, um, of a lot of struggle. And I caught some key things in there. You went through uh, some divorce, mm-hmm. even some foreclosures, things like that. What was it like during that period of your life? Low, probably the lowest of low. Mm-hmm. Um during that period, it, w- it was probably a good three or four year period. I got a story. <laughs> you know, um, like I said, divorce, lost my job, like my good paying job. I lost the $80,000 a year job in corporate America. And this was yeah. seven to nine years ago. So $80,000 then versus now, that's, I mean, you yes. 
well over one hundred fifty thousand dollars. You know, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know how I was going to pay my bills. I didn't know how I was going to support my children. Um, I just was low and it it was embarrassing, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because. People in your family or, you know, your, your peer group, they look at you. They have high expectations of you, yeah. you know, and, you know, everybody falls off. Mm-hmm. Shit happens to everybody. Yeah. And I think that that is where the humility comes from. You know, we don't give ourselves enough grace to know, just like you and I were talking about a bit ago. Things happen. Like everything isn't good all the okay. time, yeah. but you have to be able to be prepared for what you're going to do to bring yourself out of that rut. And, you know, through some soul searching, it wasn't anything that happened overnight. Mm -hmm. Like it took me years to be able to get to a place where I would be comfortable enough to be even to sit down and have a conversation with someone, um, you know, about my story and and what has happened in my life. Yeah, that's a real good point is that it didn't happen overnight. No. So somebody right now who's going through a similar situation, because a lot of us are going through stuff. Life is happening to everybody. Mm -hmm. And when you're going through something, you can't really see past the storm. You right. can't really get see yourself out of it. And it's important to know that it's not going to happen tomorrow or overnight. Like it took it took years, it took persistence and resilience mm-hmm. for you to come and get to the place you are now. Right. And I think it's also important specifically now like in 2022, you know, everything is this instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Your life can be any way that you want it to be with that phone in your hand. Yeah. You know, depending on the angle Um, The filter, you know, wherever you are, (laughs) you can have a life or people think that you're living this life. But really, Mm -hmm. you at the crib with an air mattress, you know, and the TV on the floor. But everybody thinks, oh, my God, she every time I see her, she looks like a million bucks. And, you know, she's she's got designer this. She's in Miami. She's doing this. She's doing that. So people have to be real with themselves. Like, would you rather take that time and energy to fake it? Yeah. Or would you rather take that time and energy and money to be able to get yourself to the next level? And that's that's going to be the determining factor. That's going to that's going to get you to your breakthrough moment. Like, damn, you know, I just been faking. Let me, you know, pretending. And mm-hmm. what if I really took the time to be able to educate myself? What if I really took the time to be able to to learn something, to read? Like, how far will I go? Yeah. Before you lost your job at at in corporate America, what was that career path and what was your life like then? College educated, mm-hmm. um, you know, just working the uh, quote unquote American dream that they sell us, you know, go to school, go mm-hmm. to college, have a family, find a job, work that job, you know, until you retire, get to spend 10 or 15 years in retirement and then live off social security and then die. Yeah. That's, that is no way to live. Yeah, that's what? <laughs> at all. Like that yeah. sucks. Yeah. I mean, and now, I control mm-hmm. everything that goes on in my life. I take my kids to school every day. I pick them up uh-huh. from school every day. And my husband and I, you know, we talked about that. And it's just like, I can remember my kids forgetting, oh, I forgot this at home. I don't know what to tell you, son, because I work 30 minutes away from where you are. I can't leave my job to come get you. And how many days can you keep taking off? To right, before they're happen? asking questions. Yeah, I control my schedule. If I want to take a vacation in the middle of the week, then that's what we're going to do. I don't have to ask anybody permission for anything. Mm -hmm. And if I had a goal or a dream for anybody that can hear my voice or seeing this, I want them to be able to experience that just a little Mm -hmm. bit. 
And I guarantee you everything that you thought that you had figured out about your life and getting up and working for somebody else, that shit goes out the window real quick. Yeah. You don't have to ask, you're grown. You don't have to ask anybody for permission for anything. And all I got to do is leverage my credit. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is educate myself and I could travel the world yeah. and meet other people. It's, it's mind blowing. Yeah, I think that's the definition of freedom. So once you get to a place where you can call your own shots, you can move how you want to move. Like you said, spend time with your kids because you only get one shot. That's it. And once once they're grown, like uh, my oldest son is 23 and my daughter is a senior in high school. She's 17. She's about mm-hmm. to graduate. It, it goes by fast. You only get one shot to spend those days with them, to pick them up from school. To Man, I can remember being and I told my no lie. I told my son this today. Mm-hmm. I can remember being his age and playing sports or having after school activities. And my mom couldn't come. It isn't it's not that she didn't want to. She had to work. And as a child, as you pretend you maybe understand, you don't understand. You want to look in the stands and see your family there. And I didn't realize it until I was an adult and I became a mother of my own. And it's just like, damn, my mom had some really difficult decisions that she had to make. It was either be at this job to be able to support my family or go support my baby. Mm. Nobody. That's yeah. That's difficult. That is a very difficult decision to have to make as a parent because you can't be in two places at once. Yeah. So your husband was pushing you to make that decision because you was faced with the same thing. Like you're saying, your mother was faced with Mm -hmm. on. Are you going to provide for the family or are you going to. Right. You know, be there and and provide for the family. My husband's born and raised in Detroit. So Mm. entrepreneurship runs deep in his veins like he's he always has something for us you know we need additional sources of income so at first coming from just a lifestyle and a family like okay get up you take your ass to work you know you go do your 40 hours and then the weekend that's your time and it just it never set well for us in our relationship it was always a kind of a point of contention because it's just like yo no this this is no way to live come on what what are we doing yeah. like and he he was patient pleasantly mm. persistent at times <laughs> pleasantly persistent. um but you know it's just like okay babe what's next like yeah. you know you are so talented like you you're 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 better than this what what mm. are we going to do and again like i said it was just like no, like I'm going to get this check, yeah. this guaranteed money. Let's wait until the kids are, are old, you know, where we don't. It's just us. Mm-hmm. So if we don't eat. It's just we it's don't just eat. Us. It's yeah. not. And he's like, no, if you got to take the kids with you to a job or whatever, they need to see this. So they know that this is not the life for them either. Like you create your own destiny. Like you don't wait on nobody for nothing. Yeah. So I didn't listen. I'm like, yeah, OK, go ahead. Like I'm, I'm going to work and, you know, Things would just keep happening. Like, I got fired. Mm-hmm. All right, babe. Okay. Well, what you going to do? I'm going to find another job. Okay. Working another job. Like, I'm qualified. I'm college educated. Yeah. I got two degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, But shit would just keep happening. Yeah. And he, you know, he he just be like, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, You know, and then, like, I just, I got tired of it. I got tired of hearing his mouth. Mm-hmm. So, my jump into entrepreneurship I laugh and I tell people it, it's twofold. Okay. Like I really got in it for him to shut the hell up. Mm. Like here, you yeah. happy? Like I'm yeah. here, you know, but I, w- I was still like tiptoe, one foot in, one foot out. And just over the past year, um, 
you know, not to boast or brag, but like I did major shit last year. Mm. I had an opportunity to be on a private jet. I want to pause. I want to oh. pause real quick. Okay. Never hold back on your successes, mm-hmm. and especially not to make somebody else feel comfortable. Right. So it's not bragging. If you if if you're reaching goals and you're successful, be proud of that because people need to hear that. Yes. And people need to understand that they can too be successful. But if you minimize your success, then people aren't going to be able to achieve their dreams as well. That's right. But and I don't. I'm not it, so sure how old you are. How old are you? I just turned 40 last month. I imagine you made me bring it up. <laughs> Happy Felicia's oh, birthday. Yeah. Uh, I'll be 38 in July. So okay. we 80s, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The crack epidemic. Yeah. When I tell you, like, by the grace of God, there's no reason that I should be here. I should be dead or in jail. One of the mm-hmm. two. And I'm here. Last year, I had an opportunity to fly on a private jet. Private jet, my nigga. Like, what? Yeah. Like, that's... That was never it, you know, but it was a mastermind with women in business. Mm -hmm. And we went to Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Recession Proof. Um, And I spent four amazing days in Mexico with millionaire women, like boss bitches, like, Mm. and. It's something about being in the right circle. And people elevate you, people push you. And then for me, seeing somebody else be successful, I got, I got to give a shout out to your husband because <laughs> Mr. Mr. Collab over compete. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much in that because it, it just inspires me to see somebody else being successful. That's you right. know, it doesn't it, it doesn't stir something up in me to be like, oh, I'm mad at them or I'm going to. It warms my heart yeah, to yeah, see too. people like, win. Oh, and that to me, that is that's <laughs> the difference between people who will be successful versus niggas who will be on the same shit. 15 years from now. Yeah. Like I truly deep down in my heart, I want to see everybody win. And if it's not shared and expressed enough, like there is strength in numbers because what I can't do, my circle can do. I may not be able to to get you everything, yeah. but I know somebody who can and they know somebody who can. Yeah. And in that circle, in that network, unstoppable. Unstoppable. So yeah, shout out to Mr. Collab over Compete. <laughs> what, what was that trip like? I was ready to quit my job when I when I touched back down. I was like, I'm done. So you were still at the corporate job. I was job still at, at the time. corporate job. I lied. I told them I just need some time off. It wasn't nobody's business yeah, what, what I was doing. Yeah. Um, I just was like, I need some time off. Well, you know, your vacation days are getting kind of and I'm like, you know what? Like, this... <laughs> all right, all right, I, I get you. Yeah. So, like, amazing. Like, I did shit that I like we rode. ATVs in the mm-hmm. desert. I'm talking about the white sands on the beach. The ocean is to the left. Yeah. Like we had a chef come in. We stayed at the villa. Elon Musk stayed at that same villa a week before we got there. Mm-hmm. Views of the ocean. Yeah. And one thing about me, I think in a, in a past life I was like a mermaid or something because the <laughs> like the the ocean just calms me. So I yeah. had time to be able just to reflect. And pray and just be like, you know, God, I, I see like all of this because hmm. this was out of my reach. And now I'm here with women who are million. I'm talking about like corporate attorneys, hmm. um, the student loan doctor, uh, Ro- um, Sonia Lewis, Rosina Pierce, um, turquoise, ba- turquoise Barney, her 500, Miss hmm. Skittles, um, Halani, Mrs. Two Weeks Out. Like these hmm. are women who are in the game like changing lives yeah and just to be amongst them like i didn't know what to what to say like Mm -hmm. i felt like a peasant 
Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just this regular, just this regular chick from Iowa. Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't be here. Like, this is the shit of dreams. And one of the things that I wanted to know and I asked is just like, as a as a wife, as a mother, how do you find that balance? And the advice that I got that I took and ran with is, you know, Black woman, it is okay to pay for your peace. Like, as women... What do you mean pay for your peace? I'm glad that you asked. Me, as a wife and as a mother, like, Mm -hmm. if my house isn't clean, like, I'm all a mess. Like, I got an attitude. Okay. But how can you, in your 24 hours of the day, how can you work on your business? How can you work? If you have a job, how can you work a job? How can you tend to your kids? How can you tend to your husband, your man, your significant other? How do you cook dinner and still find time for yourself? Like we only have 24 hours. Yeah. So. Pay for your peace. Get you a housekeeper. Boom. Your house Mm -hmm. is clean. You ain't got to worry about that. You worried about dinner? Hire you a chef. Sis, you don't have money for a chef. Okay, have somebody meal prep for you. Like take everything away that takes you out of your element so you can focus on you. Because if you ain't right, ain't nobody going to be right. You know, happy wife, happy life. You're right. If your kids ain't together, Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to have the ability to focus. So you pay for your peace. Mm -hmm. That way, when all that stuff is taken care of, you have time to think about you. You have time to grow your business. You have time to be able to develop strategies. You have time to be able to put in SOPs. All of that to help your your business and yourself run on automation. Yeah, you can't be everybody. So it frees you up to to work on the income producing activities, right? right? To the things that really matter, where a lot of other people might look at it like um, they're tight. They're tight fisted with their money. Mm-hmm. They say, well, I don't want to spend money on mentorship like you did. I don't want to spend money on lawn care service, on a maid service. But you should see that as, as paying for your peace. I will run around with my hair not combed, uh-huh. sweatpants, yoga pants, or whatever, and pay for my housekeeper. Yeah. Like, for real. That is just black women, I'm, I'm gonna go a little deep. For so long, like, we've had so little, yeah. and we hold on to things. And so, like, for me, I grew up, my mother on Friday nights after school, after work, she would come home and she would clean the entire house, top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Like, floor is so clean in the bathroom, you can eat off of it. But as a woman now, I realized that that, that gave me anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want anybody coming over to my house unannounced. We didn't have much, but you best believe my mama's house was clean. Yeah. And so that has been passed down, mm-hmm. you know, to generations. And now it's like, oh, my God. My, well, some of us, I know. Not yeah, everybody's yeah. house is clean. Um <laughs> But, you know, like yeah. that, that is our status symbol. Mm-hmm. You know, she may not have this. They may not have that. But that house that is clean. clean. Yeah. You know, and it's just like we are so we're, we're worth more than that. Like our, we are not tied to these. Sh- Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Oh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Children, Mm. I had to learn that the hard way. We're not tied to this house. Like, we outside. Like, 
Women who look like me are the highest educated people in this country. Absolutely. Education-wise, business-wise, yeah. like it is our time. Mm-hmm. And I just, I want everybody to be encouraged and know, like sis, I've got, we got six kids. Mm-hmm. You can have all them kids and still be a boss. Yeah. Like you can have no kids and still be a, like you can still do everything that you do and still walk in your purpose. Though that doesn't define you. Mm-hmm. Your story doesn't define you. Man, that's that's powerful because I think a lot of people need to see that because well hear that and see that depending on how they're listening right. to this or but some people might have the mindset of like you said earlier, they're just going to wait until their later years or actually those years that may never come. And then that business or that idea will end up in the graveyard because they're saying right now I need to take care of my family. I need Mm -hmm. to take care of my kids. And they don't know how to separate those two. Right. Like you said, there's so many unspoken ideas and business ventures and what, what ifs and shoulda, coulda, what is that are in the graveyard. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if you just mindset, like yeah. your mindset literally can change your life. I'm living proof, living witness. Like the tongue is the most powerful thing on our body. Mm-hmm. It speaks life as well as death. Mm-hmm. And you can kill something before it even comes to fruition just by speaking on it in your mind and telling yourself that you don't deserve that or that's out of reach. I've been there. Ain't shit out of reach for me no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm coming after everything that I told myself that I couldn't. And they say that I can't. Yeah. That That's my goal. As you should. And dare somebody yeah. to tell me that I can't mm-hmm. because I, I'm really, I, I am. Yeah. And, and look at you like what? Yeah. But now what I'm hearing is an extreme level of confidence and confidence in yourself and your ability. How did you get to that level of confidence? Well, I'm glad that you hear it because I don't feel it all the time. It's still it still comes and goes. Okay. Um, but every day I grow stronger mm-hmm. because I'm doing the impossible. Mm-hmm. It, you know, having a support system, whether it be your husband, your yeah. significant other, or even friends, is so important. You know, you can't hang out with, with know, people yeah. who are underneath you. Like everybody okay. can't go okay. and your, your day ones <clears throat> are the reason a lot of us are not where we need to be because we feel compelled to be able to help or stay where, where they are stagnant because we don't want to feel like, oh, well, we're, you know, we're bragging, we're boasting. Like yeah. life is meant to be lived, my nigga. And mm. excuse me, um, you know, like <clears throat> if you want to be a bum. Yeah. You're gonna be a bum by yourself. Mm-hmm. I that's I've lived that life. It's yeah. no fun. So you have to continuously surround yourself with people who are doing better than you. They say what if you're the smartest person in your circle, you in your wrong circle. Yeah. Because I need to be around people who are constantly elevating me and pushing me to do better than what I did yesterday. It's not a competition. Yeah, absolutely. But it's you know it's it's a marathon. Mm-hmm. We, we all got to win together. You need somebody you can run with, somebody That's that right. can, uh, and, and you're not always the one pouring of yourself. You need somebody in a, yes. in a circle of friends that can pour into you as well. Because it gets, it, it gets mentally, physically, emotionally exhausting being the strong one for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like I've learned even with conversations with, you know, my mother. Yeah. All right. Are we talking problems? Or are we talking solutions? Because mm-hmm. 
you keep talking about these problems and we give them solutions. What's it going to be like? I can only hear the problem a few times and then the conversation is short. My husband, if there ain't shit to talk about, ain't shit to talk about. Yeah. Like if we talking about the negative, then the conversation is real short. OK, yeah. talk to you later. Like you stay there. I can't be there. Yeah. And in this this game of life, we cannot afford to go back. Mm. And especially if you're, you know, you're at your pivotal moment, like one step in the wrong direction, that can cost you years. Yeah. So you have to think about it. Yeah. It ain't nothing personal. I mean, I love everybody, but everybody <laughs> can't go. <laughs> you're right. Everybody's not not made to go. And um, a lot of people aren't built for it. Or maybe they're not built for it at this time and in this season. So maybe it may take you continuing your journey and being successful that they can have somebody to look up to and somebody to watch right. that they can follow. But um, they, they may not be mentally, they may have a, a mental block where they, they're yeah. self-sabotaging and thinking, I don't deserve this. It's kind of like back what you were saying, protecting your peace too. Mm -hmm. Because if you cut off negative conversations, you cut off people who are always filled with the drama and have these issues, but they never want to fix the problem. It's like, look, I'm protecting my peace because I know I got to have a clear head on the journey that you're on. Right. You got enough obstacles. Right. <laughs> you know, ahead of right. You. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, even like with with women and men too, like mm -hmm. trauma bonding. OK. Like if you spend enough time with someone and you kind of take a look back and realize like, damn, all our conversations are just we mad all the time. Are we talking about what isn't going right? And, you know, mm -hmm. how this this isn't going my way and how this person is doing better. But I don't want to support them. And I'll like all that negative stuff. It's just like we really don't talk about nothing positive. Yeah, we are. We are, are bonded by our traumas. Mm -hmm. There's too much information out here. There's therapy. There's mindset. There's meditation. There's all of that that can help eliminate that. But you just have to be strong within yourself to kind of realize that yeah. and push yourself away. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode. I hate to interrupt, but I had to tell you about a community that I'm a part of. It's called The Morning Meetup. It's where hundreds of entrepreneurs gather every single morning. Look, we share ideas. We motivate each other. We share our successes. It's the perfect environment for you to not only grow as an individual, but as an entrepreneur. It's hosted by my mentor, David Shands. It's every day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. It's no better way to start your day. Look, we've got a book club. Imagine hundreds of entrepreneurs reading the exact same book on the exact same chapter. You get to discuss that book and share your thoughts. It's very motivating. It empowers you. and You're ready to start your day. You get all of that for only $1. After that, it goes to $79 a month. I have no doubts that you're going to want to stay and be a part of this community. Look, I'm there every single morning, 8 a.m. The only thing we're missing is you. The link is in the description. Go ahead, click the link. Try it out. Join the community. Look forward to seeing you in the morning. Yeah. Do you feel like you're living answered prayer? I do. I am my ancestors' wildest dreams. Yeah. I am. Um, but I also feel like I'm living for myself for once mm -hmm. and not anybody else. Because for a long time, I used to act and do things according to how I thought other people wanted me to act, okay. live my life how it was supposed to be mm -hmm. instead of what truly made me happy. And 
when you start to kind of not care about that anymore, it frees you up from a lot of things because the only person that you are trying to please is yourself. And that's a hell of a lot easier than trying to make sure, okay, if I do this, then my mom is not going to like me or she's going to have something to say. Yeah. Or if I don't, if I don't respond this way, then my daddy's, you know, yeah. like all this, what, it, what, it, what is everybody going to think? Mm-hmm. Like I'm to the point now it's like, fuck it. I'm just, you're not, you're going to talk about me regardless. So yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to talk about Jesus. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and do what makes me happy because uh-huh. that's what, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Life is too short. And by the time you get to the point where like you're figuring it out, you're like, shit, it's almost over with. Yeah. They start to realize that it um, it flies by. So the window for you to get to what you want your dream to be is just slowly closing in. So you got to kind of ramp that up. Yeah. Yeah. Act now. Yeah. Do it. Time waits for no man. Yeah. Before you know it, it'll be, you know, five years from now and you looking like, I probably should have did that. Just do it. Yeah. If it don't work, try something else. That's what. And then try something else. And then try something else. We can always go get a job. Like jobs will always, you know, they, they're they here. I'm glad you said that. We can always do that. Yeah. But we've always done that. Mm-hmm. Why not try something different? Mm-hmm. It don't matter what they, what's the analogy or whatever they say. Like you look down the bread aisle and see 30 different types of bread. Yeah. So what if... Everybody does hair. So what if somebody sells houses or somebody does does credit repair or, you know, and yeah, they don't do it like you. And you're going to resonate with your customer or who's for you because it's you. And some people won't mess with you because it's you. Mm -hmm. And that's okay too. Yeah. Like I'm not for everybody. That's preferred. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can (laughs) separate and weed out a lot of bullshit by being selective and you know with my company Uh i am selective all money ain't good money and i don't i don't need any additional negative vibes or negative energy so just on a conversation alone like i can tell okay this is going to be a good lasting business relationship or i'm sorry i can't help you i can i can refer you to somebody who can but i'm just I'm not going to do that. So what does the ideal client or business look like um, for you that, that wants to work with you? Someone who's willing to listen. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know everything. And <laughs> your situation, I've heard it. You know, like I've been there. Okay. You don't have to over explain anything. Mm-hmm. Like we're getting past that. I want to know what your goals are. I want to know what your short term, what your long term goals are. I want to know. You know, how you can help yourself. It's not, I'm not going to be able to fix all your problems with the magic wand. Like, we, we're we a team. Yeah. Like, and you have to be willing to put in that work, too. And let people do their job. Like, you, you know, sometimes when you have, say, a client who spends a little money. Okay. We'll say a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Versus a client who spends thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, you got your client who is a couple hundred dollars and is on the phone with you every day texting, well, what's going on? I want to update, you know, yeah. versus your your client with spending the thousands, thousands of dollars. And it's like, okay, you do what you need to do. Yeah. You don't ask. They hired the experts. So that's you right. Expert. You don't go in Gucci and ask them, well, where was my shoe made? Um, who designed it? How long is it, you know, how long did it take to make? How long was, you know, the, the travel from the factory here? Mm-hmm. So, 
don't do that to yeah. business, to other people's businesses. Mm. Yeah. Give people the chance to do their job. You sought me out for a reason. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, so they got to have some trust. But I think there's a key point in there, um, being selective with your client. And sometimes the price point mm-hmm. that you price yourself or your services at can sometimes weed out and, right. and bring you the right customer for you. Right. Because you already know off top. Oh, no, that's okay. Yeah. And, and that's okay. Like, maybe you're not where you need to be as far as price point, but... I don't leave anybody behind. Like if I can't help you in this particular instance, I, anybody can call me or text me and ask a question. And I, I just give you the information. Like this is what you need to do. Like this is how you do it. Yeah. So I know you've done some phenomenal things with business credit. Mm-hmm. And can you explain to me what business credit is opposed to just normal credit Sure. Business credit is the way right now. Business credit is where it's at um, versus your, your personal credit, mm-hmm. you know, like your debt to income, basically how much money or how, how in debt you are versus okay. how much money you're bringing in. That's a huge factor when determining personal credit. Business credit, as long as your business is structured properly um, from the EIN, mm-hmm. from your virtual address, from your website to your business phone number. Your Dun and Bradstreet number. As long as your your business is properly structured, and you are doing business, you know you've got your your different accounts. Mm-hmm. They will get. You can have a credit card with the fifty thousand dollar limit, and you owe four forty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars, and go apply for a loan and get a hundred thousand dollars. They want you to spend that money, mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of people get confused. Is like, oh well, I owe this amount or I owe that amount. I can't get any more credit. No, banks. Lenders, financial institutions, they are giving away money to companies and cor- in different businesses yeah. in droves. They're, more they're, in the business, get- they're in the business of lending. That's how banks right. and those financial institutions make their money. Yes. But they won't lend it to you as a person, but they will to you as a business. Yes. And that's a story for another time because banks actually can't lend money. But that's it. Okay. All right. All right. But you learn something new every day. Yes, they 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 want to do business with other with other businesses. Other businesses. Okay. Um, especially new and upcoming businesses. Mm -hmm. That's that's where their push is, and they're more apt to give money to other businesses, like you said, versus people. Yeah. So how how do you get your business to get this loan or this line of credit Mm -hmm. separate from you as a person? Because I've done interactions before and I've had to be the guarantor on it. So when you're first establishing your business credit, Mm -hmm. um, you will have to be the guarantor. That's why it's important that your personal credit is where it needs to be. But once you start Mm -hmm. with your business accounts and you continue to use those accounts. So let's say, for example, Quill. Okay. um, That is a company that you can buy like office supplies from cleaning supplies all of that it's what we consider a a tier one a net 30 account okay so you make a purchase and you pay you pay it back within 10 days not 30 um wait wait they give you 30 days mm -hmm. but you're saying to pay it back right in 10 days yes why is that it shows that you have the money you're you're able to pay it back you don't wait that 30 days it just shows good faith Okay. Um, so you you make your purchase, uh-huh. you pay it back, we'll say between 10 and 15 days, mm. and you continue to build that relationship with them. 
then say 90 days after you've had that relationship with Quill and other accounts, you apply for your tier two accounts and then your tier three. And so the higher that you get on your tiers and the more relationships your business has with other businesses, the need for a personal guarantor goes away. You won't have to use your social security number for anything business related, but you have to be able to develop that relationship with the other businesses and stand alone and say, hey, you know, ABC printing, you know, is a reputable business and we have all of these accounts um, and therefore there's no need to do anything with my personal. So it's credit. a trust system. They got to build yes. that rapport and that trust exactly. before. Mm, makes sense. Yes. OK, so then once you start to get out there on your own, what's the next step that you should do um, for your business? Well, once you're out there on your own. Apply for more, more businesses. I mean, work more cards, more, mm-hmm. more lines of credit. Um, we've got, like I said, we've got the Quill, mm-hmm. Uline, Granger. Those are like the tier one accounts. Then you can move into like store cards. Sam's Club mm-hmm. has a store credit card. That's also a MasterCard. Um, mm-hmm. Then you can also talk about financing vehicles in your business name. Okay. Um, lines of credit. You want to find a bank or four as many as you want to, and start building a relationship with that bank. Having a personal contact at the bank is best. Get to know that person, email that, that person, let them see their, your face. They're going to allow you to be able to know things that just someone coming off the street won't know, you know, Hey, Arishka, we've got this new product. We feel like it would be good for your business, you know? Or, hey, I'm calling Chase Bank. Hey, Ashley, um, I see there's a credit card here for the business. What are the stipulations for it? You know, what do I need to have to be able to obtain this credit card? Okay. Building and, and maintaining that relationship with the banks, it's a more personalized relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like any anything else, having that contact and having that face-to-face, it, it will put you in the door. Okay. All right. So now before we establish that, you did bring up a key point that changed my thought pattern. So I thought you just get the business credit, but you said you have to have a strong personal credit first because mm-hmm. getting this established, you have to be the guarantor. Yes. And so um, what does that look like? Building your personal credit. Yes. <laughs> Making sure you have no late payments. Mm-hmm. No derogatories, no collections accounts, um, making sure that your debt to income is at 30% or below. So, just a, a quick tip with that is, you know, take your credit cards that you have, take your credit limit and do times 30 percent. And the mm-hmm. number that you get, you want to stay at that number or below. That is that affects your debt to income ratio, because if you're a high risk, you've got all of these cards and they're maxed out. Why would anybody give you any more money? Because you're just making the minimum payment on that. Okay. Get with someone, consult with someone in regards to your credit, remove addresses that are old and outdated, um, remove any negative delinquent derogatory accounts, get your personal credit where it needs to be. And my clients, we work on things simultaneously. If they are looking to build business credit, we're working on that at the same time as we are, you know, repairing credit because it's all, it's all working together. It's Mm -hmm. different cogs in one chain. Okay. So yeah, that, that would, prevent you from waiting two, three years before right. you can get to the place that you want to get to. That's right. And so is there a certain stipulation on how long you should be in business before 
sure. no. to develop no. your business credit? There, um, you can start business building business credit from day one. Okay. You know, as long as you have your business name, your EIN number, um, you know, you can have your Dun & Bradstreet. And I actually have a business credit ebook um, that I have that's that's for sale. That's 123 pages. And it gives you everything you need from start to finish, from obtaining your EIN, getting a business mm-hmm. phone number, a virtual uh, virtual address. You complete all the steps in that ebook you will be able to walk away with $50,000 funding on your, on your business side. Wow. It's that easy. You just okay. have to follow the steps. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. It's no, I mean, it's the banks want to give the money, mm-hmm. but you have to have your stuff together. together. You're not, you don't, we don't want you to have hotcake69 at gmail.com. That's not a professional email. Okay. Like, you know, just things that people may overlook. And it's like, mm-hmm. what's well, my email? No. Mm-hmm. Everything has to be reflective of the business. Okay. You're calling, you know, the bank could call and, you know, you got music playing in the background and, mm-hmm. you know, you're not announcing your business name. That's something that they can check off and say, I'm not giving her no money. Um, she doesn't even have a, you know, a professional. Hello, you've reached a new you solutions. Please leave a message. Mm-hmm. So all of that plays in, into fact. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Because um, even if you did have the right number, if you've got a lot of chaos going on in the background, it does not come across as professional. Yes. And I think a lot of people miss that because they're like, well, I got a website. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All, all of that plays into effect. And even the, um, you know, like your your business, your email, like your, excuse me, your business website. Okay. You want a website where people can come and check and say, oh, okay. They've got the business. They've got, you know, terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. This is... A reputable business. It's not just something that was just made up yeah. just to, you know, to be able to make a quick buck. Yeah. So that makes sense. Before they loan money to you, they want to make sure you're legitimate. Right. And, you know, they got they got to kind of vet you because they don't know you. Exactly. Yep. And they, they actually have a checklist to mm-hmm. say, OK, we've got this. We've got this. We've got this. So is that something you do as a part of your um, business strategist business as well? So if, if somebody's looking to make sure they're structured correctly, mm-hmm. um, make sure they have. The, the proper website, domain, email addresses, yes, things like that. Yes, all of that. Again, we ha- we've got like a hold my hand service where okay. I do everything for you. Um, and, you know, we've got a, a template or checklist to say, okay, you've got your business name, you know, registered with the IRS. Mm-hmm. You've got your Dun & Bradstreet number. You've got your professional email. You've got your phone number. You've got your website. You know, we've got your credit, you know, credit builder accounts, all of that. So, yes, that is something that we offer. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Um, I know a lot of people, they get stuck with that mm-hmm. because they they have the idea or they have the talent. Let's just say they're an electrician. Mm-hmm. So they have that talent, but they don't know the business side of that's it. That's right. I think that can. And know. a lot of some people just simply don't have the time mm-hmm. like they're working in their business. Mm-hmm. So something as trivial, maybe to some people, as far as getting a professional phone number, they just don't have the time to do it. Yeah. Or they would rather make sure it's done correctly. And, you know, seek my help. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. I'm, I would make sure if I was starting a business <laughs> or growing my business, I would definitely seek your help. Um, so I got something that I like to do. The name of the show is Success Leaves Clues Podcast. Okay. So I like to point out a couple of clues that I picked up during our conversation. And then I'm quite sure the audience, you know, picked up on a lot of other things. But um, one, one thing that I picked up is... You started out by having somebody who truly believed in you and pushed you. And I think a lot of times we need to have an outside force 
that can see our potential that we may not necessarily be able to see. And for you, that was your husband. Mm -hmm. And so it's amazing to have somebody like that, um, you know, in your, in your circle. Yes. Um, another thing is your resiliency. Um, I pick up a lot of times with people who've been through adversity in life and they didn't get stuck there. You didn't wind up on drugs. You didn't, um, you know, wind up homeless. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these things, when you hear somebody's story, that's what happens to them. Right. You know, they, were maybe evicted or maybe foreclosed on a property or maybe lost their job and now they're homeless mm -hmm. and you didn't allow that to stop you. You kept going. And so it just shows the resiliency. And I can't imagine where your business is going to go in, in the future because of that. I mean, now that you don't have those obstacles, right. you're still the same person, right? Same <laughs> yes, resiliency. Definitely. So I, I can't imagine um, where you would go. And then um, the third thing is, um, it's kind of a combined thing that I'm picking up and it's your circle that you surrounded yourself with. And then it's also um, the way you opened your eyes and your imagination. You know, once you were able to to live a lifestyle, travel on private jets, um, you know, go to, you know, private lobby areas and <laughs> things like that. I mean, it just it made you comfortable. And now you see a lifestyle that, that right. you don't want to go There's back. There's no from. way in hell I'm going back. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't I, I refuse. Like, it's just, no, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know one thing that got me in trouble. We talk about going back. Um, me and my wife used to go to like Olive Garden, Red Lobster. And Red Lobster was like it for us. I'm talking about like, <laughs> if we went to Red Lobster maybe once a year, once every few months, we was like, yo, we spending money. We're going to Red Lobster. <laughs> now you can't pay me to go to Red Lobster. That food is so trash. It's funny that you say that. I was just talking to my husband that I used to love the shit out of Olive Garden. Like yeah, that was like, right? babe, let's go to Olive Garden. And now I'm just like, oh, like what was I thinking? Like that, that is the nastiest, yeah. like, oh, my taste buds have yeah. evolved. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, like, I got it. Yeah. I got to be in Brio or Maggiano's and so yeah, I got to eat some real, real, I gotta <laughs> eat some real Italian food. But yeah, so I know you're not going back no. and it's, it's because you've experienced uh, something, you've gone to another level and, and been able to see that. So yeah. um, I thank you again for spending your time with us. So thanks for, for sharing thank you for having and inspiring me. so many people. It. I really do. This is my first podcast. It won't be your last, <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, I just want to remind everybody out there, if you can dream it, you can achieve it. Until next time on Success Leaves Clues Podcast. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.